So scalar multiplication, if you want to take some number k times a matrix A, you can do that by taking k times each entry in the matrix. So for example, negative 3a could also be written as negative 3 in front of the entire matrix, 3, 4, 10, 2, 1, 0, 6, negative 3, negative 1, 1, 0, 2. Now I apologize, I went against convention and I went down by columns instead of across in rows. So column 1, 3, 4, 10, 2, column 2, 1, 0, 6, negative 3, column 3, negative 1, 1, 0, 2. Multiplying that times 3, we multiply every entry by 3. Sorry, negative 3. Negative 3 times 3, negative 9, negative 3 times 1, going across the row this time, negative 3 times 1, negative 3, negative 3 times negative 1, positive 3, Negative 3 times 4, negative 12. Negative 3 times 0, 0. Negative 3 times 1, negative 3. Negative 3 times 10, negative 30. Is this big enough? Negative 3 times 6, negative 18. Negative 3 times 0, 0. And the final row, negative 3 times 2 is negative 6. Negative 3 times negative 3 is 9. And negative 3 times 2, negative 6. So that's negative 3a. If you'd like, you can put the dot in between to show the multiplication, but you don't have to. Negative 3a is this matrix. Notice the same size as a. So multiplying by a scalar does not change the size or the dimension of the matrix. It only changes each corresponding entry in exactly the same way, in this case, times negative 3. Now, this will be useful when we have things like fractions. For example, we could go backwards. If you have a fraction like this, sorry, a matrix like this, full of fractions, suppose, for example, you have this matrix, I'll call it B. Now, you could write it this way, but you could also Take the one-half out. Factor out the one-half so that you don't have to write one-half three times. So a lot of times you're going to see this, and also when we get out the graphing calculator, you might see this as your result in a graphing calculator computation. If I factor out the one-half, then what's remaining right here? Well, factoring is dividing, but that might not help because dividing by fractions isn't so much fun, is it? Negative three-halves divided by a half. What is that? Well, what would you need in order to get back negative 3 halves if you were to multiply by a half? Just negative 3. Negative 3 times a half, negative 3 halves. So when we factor out the 1 half, you can see, oh, isn't it just taking out the denominator? Yes, until you get to this one. 8, when you factor out a half, what goes in here? The common answer is to say 4. Can you see why 4 doesn't work? Half of 4 is not 8. Half of what is 8? That's what you need right there. And the answer is 16. So remember, when you divide by a half, you multiply by the reciprocal. So dividing by a half is multiplying by 2. You can see it working right here. 8 divided by a half is 8 times 2, or 16. So we can use the scalar multiplication also to write a matrix more cleanly. At least to us, it seems that way, because we don't have to write over 2 every time. Okay, going back to our definitions, um, we have to talk about 
negative a or negative b or negative c and it really just means negative one times a matrix and it just means the opposite of every entry so if if you have the same a that we've been working with so as not to confuse negative a would be the same matrix but just with opposite sign so negative three negative one positive one negative four zero the opposite of zero is still zero negative one negative ten negative six zero and then negative two three and negative two is negative a now our final definition is definition number five and definition number five says Z, a zero matrix, is a matrix all of whose entries are zero. Okay, so if you're looking for a matrix Z, the zero matrix, that you can add to C and get C back again, then can you imagine what Z would look like? In matrix addition, we take each corresponding entry and add them together. So we would need exactly the same size matrix, and in order to get just C back again, you can probably guess what each entry would need to be. That way, 4 plus 0 gives us 4 back again. Negative 3 plus 0 gives us negative 3 back again. 0 plus 0 is still 0. And 2 plus 0 will still be 2. So C plus Z is C. And notice, it's still a 2 by 2, just like C is. Now, some people will use this notation. I don't think your book does. But if you see Z2, that's a quick way to say um, the square zero matrix two. If you wanted to be more specific, you could say Z two by two. And then you can imagine what Z three by three might be, or Z two by three. The zero matrix does not need to be square. So that's why I would need to specify both dimensions. In the next section, we'll see a very special matrix where we only need to write one number.